1: The latest on the shooting of a Washington commander in Northeast D.C. I'm John Doman. At 810, NBC's Lester Holt on today's top headlines, including the latest on the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago. WTOP News Time,
0: 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Whether you're a tennis fan or not, this is huge. 23-time Grand Slam champion Serena Williams is now playing what could be her final singles match at the U.S. Open. And fans are pumped. I think she's going to go out with a bang. Hopefully she wins. So I'm looking forward to it. So are thousands of fans, which means more security there. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. The U.S. Open in Flushing, Queens will host more than 600 tennis players from around the world, as well as 750,000 fans. I
1: can tell you there are no specific credible threats against the U.S. Open or
0: New York City at this time. NYPD Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell. There will
1: be screening checkpoints throughout the venue, uniformed officers on post, and bike teams on mobile patrol, as well as our aviation, harbor, canine, transit, and other specialized units
0: covering every aspect of this event. Serena's match is now underway, but even if she loses tonight, she'll still play a doubles match with her sister Venus later this week. Police say a grocery worker helped stop a shooter in Oregon who killed two people, then himself. Sheila Millers with the Bend Police Department. They found an AR-15 style rifle and a shotgun in close proximity to the shooter. And police did not fire any shots at the scene. CBS's Scott McFarland has the latest on those documents seized by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago. In a new court filing, the U.S. Justice Department says a limited set of the materials seized from Mar-a-Lago three weeks ago today may contain information covered by attorney-client privilege. We could find out this week how this impacts the former president's request for a special master, an independent third party to be named to review all the records before the federal government concludes or continues its probe. A member of the Proud Boys has been sentenced to more than four years in prison in Maryland for storming the U.S. Capitol on January 6. Prosecutors say Josh Pruitt and several other rioters were just seconds away from running into Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer that day before security led Schumer to safety. Out west, a wildfire in Oregon has doubled in size over the last 24 hours to nearly 11,000 acres. Air Operations Director Nancy Barker says it's spread in rough terrain, making it hard for crews to gain control. Control.
1: Steep terrain, tall timber, heavy fuels, the river, there's a lot going on.
0: In the meantime, the south is bracing for more severe weather. Chris Warren is a meteorologist with the Weather Channel. It is way too much rain we saw last week leading the Pearl River in Jackson, Mississippi to flood a lot of neighborhoods. That river did crest and now it is on its way down. So a little bit of good news there. So far, just one home has flooded in Jackson, and the mayor says no one has been hurt. This is CBS News. The Dell Technologies Labor Day event is here. Up to 48% off Vostro laptops with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Upgrade by calling 877-ASK-DELL.
1: It's 8.03 on Monday, August 29th. 82 degrees, muggy and partly cloudy tonight, dropping into the 60s and low 70s. evening, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. <music> Prince George's County Schools will end its mask mandate next week, citing declining COVID positivity rates. CEO Monica Goldson announced today that all county school facilities will be mask optional when students return after Labor Day. Prince George's was the only school system in our area to require students to wear masks for the start of this school year plan to move ahead with appointing people to a Police Accountability Board is approved in Prince George's County, but plenty of questions remain about making sure the process is open. I think this could be really confusing to the public. Prince George's County Councilmember Danielle Glaros told her colleagues Monday more information is needed for public participation on the council's selection process for the Police Accountability Board. Five of the 11 members to be appointed to the board will be selected by the council, while County Executive Angela Alcerbrooks will nominate six members. The council's timeline is tight. With an October 25th recess looming, the council approved a resolution to begin the process with details to be worked out later. No date for the public hearing has been chosen yet. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Virginia's governor says the miles-long gridlock on I-95 during a January snowstorm did not happen on his watch, but he appreciates a recent audit about the incident. The Virginia inspector general criticized former Governor Northam's transportation officials' handling of the crisis and offered suggestions for improving emergency preparations. Today, Virginia Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger sent a letter to Governor Glenn Youngkin asking for more information about how the Commonwealth will improve severe weather readiness. Yuncan spokesman Macaulay Porter says the governor successfully weathered three snow-related events after his inauguration by preparing for worst-case scenarios as opposed to under-preparing for snow emergency events. The search is on for two suspects involved in the shooting of a Washington Commander's prized rookie.
0: D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says Commander's running back Brian Robinson was leaving a business on H Street Northeast when he was approached by two people believed to be teenagers who were armed with guns. Our uh, victim in this case began to struggle with one of the suspects, uh, was able to actually wrestle a gun firearm away from one of the suspects, and he was uh, he was shot twice by the second suspect. Conti believes a car stolen Friday in Prince George's County was used, in the robbery. It was recovered last night in the county. We know that the presence of guns in our community is making our community less safe. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. But we also need young people to face consequences. In Northeast, John Doman, WTOP News.
1: Sources tell WTOP that Robinson was shot in the hip and leg. He is expected to be okay. Hear more about how investigators are working to find the suspects on WTOP's daily podcast, the DMV Download. As carjackings increase in the DMV, police are sharing do's and don'ts for
0: drivers who may
1: encounter thieves. Someone approached them and presented a firearm and demanded the vehicle.
0: Cities like D.C. and Heightsville are seeing an increase in carjackings. Hyattsville Police Jared Towers says the most recent incident was reported on Friday morning in the city.
1: The incorporated areas of Prince George's County carjackings are up
0: 45%. And in D.C., there have been 326 carjackings so far this year. This time last year, there were 256. To protect yourself, Chief Towers recommends parking your car in well-lit areas, checking your surroundings before exiting your vehicle, locking your doors, and... and when,
1: if someone is threatening you with a firearm or attempting to take your property, no, we, we would not recommend that you flight back. And Elisa Gale, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, NBC's Lester Holt joins us with the latest on the legal wrangling surrounding the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago and other top headlines. It's 8.07.
0: If you run a commercial property, the fastest way to cut energy costs is to repair or replace your mechanical insulation. Hi, I'm Brian Cavey of Insulators and Allied Workers Local 24. In most commercial buildings, as much as 30% of the mechanical insulation is damaged or missing. And that means higher energy costs for your company. Trust me, if you invest in your insulation now, you will save on the bottom line later. Cut energy costs fast with Insulators Local 24. Get started at Insulators.